And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Can you turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 5? And let's look at verse 31. Praise the Lord. Acts chapter 5, verse 31. As I said, our, our topic for our text this morning is God is a rewarder. Amen? God is a what? A rewarder. Acts chapter 5, verse 31. Quick background. Peter is before the Sanhedrin and he is speaking and ministering even after he was told not to speak and minister in the name of Jesus, he still continued. And while he, was a while he was speaking, he said this right here in Acts chapter 5 verse 31. He's, he and the 12 apostles are before 70 men, the Sanhedrin. And he's speaking and they said, we told you do not speak in that name. And Peter is responding to what they said. But this is what he said uh, 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 in verse 31. He said, him here is referring to Jesus. Amen? I'm breaking right into the text. Are you with me, saints? So this is Peter speaking to 70 men who told him, do not speak anymore in the name of Jesus. You know, today, if we are threatened by the authorities and we are told, do not speak in the name of Jesus, many of us back down. Let me say it again. Many of us, what? Would back down, but not Peter. Are you with me? Because Peter has in his mind the the command from the angel of God who said to speak all the words of this life. So what Peter is saying, it is better for me to obey God than for me to obey man. Are you with me? Peter is saying, look, if there comes a time when God's authority contradicts human authority, I'm going to go with God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Peter is saying, I'm good to go in because I am submitted to a greater level of authority. Amen. And so in doing so, he said, him, Jesus. So, so, so the one, the Sanhedrin despised, who was Jesus Christ, and executed. Peter is saying, is the very one, him here referred to Jesus. Him hath, hath is what? Past tense. Him hath whom God, the Father, exalted. I'm going to read through it quickly and come back. Him hath God exalted. How did God exalt Jesus? With his right hand to be what? To be a prince and a savior and to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. Let us back up and, and, uh, and unpack that verse. That is what God said to me. God said to me that the same way I lifted up Jesus, the word exalted here means to be lifted up. Are you with me? It means to be lifted up. It's a Greek word from which we get the word elevation. Amen? Elevate. So Peter is saying the very Jesus you despised, the very Jesus you executed, God turned it, turned it around. Didn't we sing turn it around? You know, all the songs this morning hinged on the sermon I'm going to preach. When we spoke about by the hand of the Almighty, with his right hands. I didn't even know when I sent the songs on Tuesday that God was going to turn this sermon around. By the hand of what? Of the Almighty have been what? Set free. Healed and what? Delivered. And because of that I'm walking in what? Victory. That's what I'm walking in. I'm walking in victory. Regardless of how I feel. Or how I. Or what I see. I'm walking in what? Victory. It is a faith walk. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? It is a faith walk. You walk by faith and not by sight. Because what you see can distract you. So it has to be a faith walk. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus went to the cross. And as Jesus was going to the cross, brothers and sisters, I'm going to show you what Isaiah, what Isaiah the prophet said 700 years before Jesus died. Isaiah prophesied what Jesus was thinking as he was going to the cross. I want to show you, and I want to ask, is that the way you think when you are faced with insurmountable odds? That thing which seems to be like a mountain, what's going through your mind? about it i'm going to share with you what was going through jesus's mind this morning and i'm going to show you why he conquered calvary and why you and i can conquer anything the devil throw at us are you with me so jesus uh, paul um, peter is speaking he said god exalted jesus god did what he exalted jesus for his sacrifice what does that tell you about god that he's a good God. He's a what? He's a rewarder. God turned the shame of Jesus around, didn't he? He lifted him up. Yeah, Jesus was beaten, crucified. Are you with me? Spat in the face. Disrespected. Hung on a tree. Placed in a cross. And God turned it. And that is what Peter is saying, brothers and sisters. He's telling them, God turned it around because God is a rewarder. God is a remunerator. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? God is a, how he rewarded Jesus and made Jesus a prince. If we do have time, we'll get into that. He rewarded Jesus not only by making him a prince, he made Jesus as the savior. Are you with me, saints? Hebrews 11 verse 6 says he that cometh to God must believe that he is that he is means he exists not in your head are you with me if you're coming to God in any way if you're coming to God to believe God for anything you have to first believe that God exists that he is are you with me, saints? He is means he exists. That he is large and in charge. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? So when you come to God, you got to realize you're coming to the creator of heaven and earth. One who's well able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we may ask or think. Many of you have been in the vineyard. And you've been in there for a while. You've been asking God what's going on. God wants me to tell you that he's a rewarder. He's a remunerator. Are you with me, saints? He's a remunerator. He's a rewarder. The Bible says if you're coming to him, you must first believe. David said in Psalms 27 verse 13, he said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? But I, I, many of us, we've been believing God for things for years for years and we've been in the same God me too me too master can you work it out for me can you make a way for me he's here to tell you that he's a rewarder and just like he turned it around for Jesus he'll turn it around for you but the Bible says here is the prerequisites Hebrews eleven six, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is 
He exists. He is. He exists. Not only in your head, you got to know that for real. And in a while, I'm going to show you if you know that for real. Because many people say, yes, I believe. I believe. But there is a litmus test. L-I-T-M-U-S. How many of you did science? There is a litmus test to indicate whether or not you truly believe. And I'll show you that test in a while. David said, David running from a monarch, running from Paul, not from Paul, from Saul. Years upon years upon years running from Saul. And David almost gave up because David is saying, look, I've been at this for a while. Look, I got a word from the Lord. There is a word on my life and it's not coming to pass. Lord, what's happening? And he said, I had fainted. Psalms 27 verse 13. He said, I think the Amplified said, what would become of me if I had not? Can you go to Psalms 27 verse 13? Oh, by the way, God said to me, there are some scriptures I'm going to call out this morning. You need to memorize. You need to know it. Yeah, you need to know it. This is one of them. Psalms 27 verse 13. David said, I had fainted unless, what he said? Unless I had believed, the word believed keep coming up over and over and over and over again. That's what David said. I had fainted. He said, I had fainted means, man, I would have fainted. I would have not become king. I would have not become the king of Israel. I would have lost all the blessings God had for me. That's what David said. He said, I had fainted. And that's where many of us are today. We've been believing God for something for years. And we've been, the devil has been whispering. Amen. Many of us, are in, many of us get not possessed but inspired by the devil. And we begin to say what he says and not what God says. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? That's what happens when you get discouraged. That's why Psalms 30, Psalms 31, 24, don't turn there. That's another one you need to know. Psalms 31, 24 says, be of good courage. It says, be of good courage and God will strengthen your heart. All of you who hope in the Lord. Anybody here hoping in God? Are you getting what I'm saying? So if you are, God said, be of good courage. No, no, what's good courage? Courage is, this is what courage is. Courage is doing the right thing. Regardless of what you see. Because you got a word from the Lord. <laughs> Call courage. I got courage is doing what you need to do when nobody's around. Are you getting what people don't have to be around? Because you can get discouraged by what you see. God told Joshua, Haven't didn't I tell you? Be courageous. Because you're going to see some, you're going to see some giants. Many of us have been seeing giants, insurmountable odds in our life, like you cannot change it. God is here to tell you, be encouraged. God, there is a prerequisite for God to strengthen you and that is to be encouraged and God is going to strengthen your heart. All you who hope in the Lord. Anybody here hoping in the Lord? Anybody here believe in God for something? You believe in God for a way out. Believe in God for your family. Don't you get distracted by what you see because we've got a promise from God. Joshua said, as for me and my house. As for me and my house, we are going to do what? Serve the Lord. He prophesied over his house. That's why I kept saying, prophesy it. L let me give you a hint. Whenever we have, whenever there is praise and worship going on, and you see that, and you see that, I'm, I'm giving you a little nugget, and you see that the praise and worship leader move to a different realm. 
when he or she move away from the norm of the song God took over and you better jump in when she started prophesying miracle signs and wonders grace faith and mercy God took over and some of us are still looking like what's going on are you getting what I'm saying now it's because God let me tell you some of you you came here not by accident your life was prophesied over this morning grace favor and mercy went out miracle signs and wonders went out over you God said I'm protecting my people I'm building a I'm building a wall around them that's what he was doing miracle signs and wonders grace favor and mercy that was not did we rehearse that no we didn't rehearse that we didn't rehearse that I'm giving you a nugget so from now on when you are in prison worship and you see the song leader move to a different realm God took over and it, it's better now you're supposed to jump in are you getting what I'm saying saints the next time don't you miss out are you getting what I'm saying don't you what miss out I had fainted unless I had what believed to see many of us as I said we've been laboring in the vineyard and we've been asking God what's going on what's going on you notice one word that keep coming up one word that keeps coming up over Jesus had to believe God that he was not going to leave him in the ground are you with me and I'll show you what I'm mean, in a while I'm going to show you what was going through Jesus's mind while he was approaching the cross while he was approaching uh, uh, the Sanhedrin while he was approaching the test the, the, the testing and the trial God laid for him are you with me I'm going to show you what was going through his mind and I need you to adopt that so when you're going through challenges you'll know what to say and how to think and you'll say well because Jesus did it it's working if it worked for Jesus it's going to work for my good you ask how do I know if I believe here is here is the litmus test to know if you really believe how many of you've heard uh, well me let me you know I, I found out the best people to speak about is you and dead people right so <laughs> there was a time I used to say I believe I believe I believe I believe I believe and I found out that what came out of my mouth was not consistent with what I was believing. And you get what I'm saying? I used to say, I believe God, I believe God. But when a squeeze came on, what came out was not belief. This is how you know. This is how you know if you're believing. I think it's Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2. It says, It says, Thou art sneered with the words of your mouth. Thou art taken with the words of your mouth. What it says? Thou art sneered with the words of your mouth. Thou art taken. In other words, thou art what? Thou art sneered. You know, when you speak anything apart from God's word concerning you or somebody else, you spread a trap for you. Let me say that again. Let me say, that's why you got to leave people alone. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's how you know whether or not you believe. I'm telling you, saints, when what comes out of your mouth is the same what's in your heart, then you know you believe. 
Proverbs 27 3 says, As a human being thinks in his heart, so are they. And so, me, I to say, I believe, I believe, I believe, and then speak the exact opposite of what I'm believing God for. I used to say, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. Two months pass, I'm healed, I'm healed, and the devil would whisper, Are you really healed? And then I would say, Oh God! Because you see, belief is more than just saying it. It's a lifestyle. To believe God, you have to stay connected to the source. You have to stay what? Connected to the source. Because listen to me, the, the root word of belief, the root word, the, the root word of belief, faith and hope is the same Greek word as elpis. And, and, and they all are related, interrelated words. They all are interrelated words. What I said, the root word of hope, belief, and faith is the same Greek word. Are you with me, saints? El peace. And it means, it means that, uh, I think it's Romans chapter, don't turn there, Romans 12, 3 says, To every man is given the measure of faith. The measure of hope, the measure of belief, but you have to grow it. And if you don't grow it, it doesn't matter how much you say you believe God, one day we'll know when the squeeze come on. You have a responsibility, we have a responsibility to position ourselves every day to be able to believe God. That's not God's responsibility. God told you in Hebrews, we said 11, 6, for everyone that cometh must believe. Must what? Believe. Everyone who comes must what? Believe. That's a scripture verse I said you have to memorize. Hebrews 11, 6. What it says? For everyone who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. Another one, Psalms 27, 13. David said, I had what? I had fainted. David said, I would have fainted. And that's what happened to some of us. We are fainting. What we are doing? Faint. But God is here to say, God is here to tell you that he's a rewarder. Just like he rewarded Jesus, he's going to reward you. Caveat, if you don't faint. You get what I'm saying? If you what? If you don't faint and walk away and snare yourself. Snare what? Yourself. You cannot what? Snare. You cannot set a trap for yourself. Are you with me? You cannot believe God for one thing and speak the other. Are you getting what I'm saying? Listen, brothers and sisters, listen to me. There are rules of engagement in the spirit. Let me share with you. Just like there are laws, there's a law of gravity. The law of thermodynamics. Are you with me? There's the law of thrust and pull. Are you with me? And we respect all these laws, but we won't respect the spiritual laws. Are you getting what I'm saying? We'll respect gravity. Nobody will step on this roof. And said, and nobody will step in on the roof and say, I'm going to just step out in mid-air and the angels of the Lord will catch me. Nobody does that. Oh, but you tell people, don't say that. Don't speak like that. Because you believe in God. And they say, well, I cannot say how I feel then. Yes, go say how you feel. I, so I cannot express myself. Yes. Express yourself. But you'll keep going around that mountain. You'll keep going. You'll keep singing. His promise still stand. Great is your faith. You'll sing that all year. All your life. And never cease faithfulness. Because you violate his law. 
and then we say, well, God is love. Yeah, that's what we do. We violate what God's word says. He says you are sneered by the words of your mouth. He said you are taken like you are caught in a trap by the words of your mouth. I think it's, I think it's, Lord have mercy, help me Lord Jesus. I think it's Matthew chapter 12, verse, Lord have mercy, 37, if memory serves me right, I think it says, it says, Thou art justified by the words of your mouth, and thou art condemned. Is it, oh yes, Lord have mercy, it's right, yeah. Matthew 12, it says, for by thy words thou shalt be what? And by your words you shall be what? That's a law, a spiritual law, and you can say, you can say, God is love, God is good. You can fall on your knees and beg and cry like I used to do. I know I used to do that, and disrespect these laws. You'll find yourself walking like the children of Israel. You'll walking in the wilderness for forty years, and then you're going to faint. Because you won't see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. David said, he said, I would have fainted unless I had what? Believed. He said, I had to make up my mind to believe God so I can be rewarded. God is not going to reward us if we talk differently from what his word says. I didn't mean to come here and shout but I want you to know how you know you believe is when what you say agrees with what you're believing regardless of how you feel regardless of how you see what you see listen to me brother what listen, I'm gonna share something with you what differentiates a disciple from a baby Christian see What did I say? I said, what differentiates a disciple from a baby Christian? You know what a baby, the Bible calls him a novice. Is 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 spiritual maturity. Those who are spiritually mature, they see the problem. They see the same problem. They have the same feeling, but they choose to agree with God. Meaning that they're humble. Confess means to agree with. They chose not to rehearse the situation as they see it. Anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. Anybody can say, well, God, what's happening here today, Master? Things are not working for me. Lord, I thought you were good. I thought you were a good Savior. Was that what the law says? Was that what God tells you to say? No, it didn't say that. It says death and life lies in the power. Proverbs 18, 21, verse 20 says... You, you need to go, look, let's look at Proverbs verse 18, 20. We like verse 21, but we forget verse 20. Because verse 21 is a summary of verse 20. Can you go to, yeah, what, what is it? it says, it says 20. Not of, one verse up, verse 20. You, you got to see it, what, what it says. A man's belly, a man's here means human being. A human being's belly shall be what? Satisfied with the fruit of what? And with the increase of his lips, shall he what? Look, whatever you talk the most about, you'll get it. Whether you talk faith, faith, you're going to get it. You're going to, you. 
Oh, you, oh you, you want to keep talking. You want to keep talking the way you feel. Talking about what you see. You'll get what you feel and what you see. But if you humble yourself. Like Jesus Christ. When Jesus was going to the cross. I'm going to show you what he was thinking. 700 years. Isaiah told us how Jesus was thinking. When he was going to the cross. To be hanged. To be nailed. In his birth suit. He could, how many of you have. How many of you agree. That is reason to complain. To be nailed on a tree. To be innocent. To be innocent. And to be nailed on a tree. You, to be innocent on what? Jesus had all reason to complain. Let me jump over to Isaiah 55 because I told you I won't I won't I won't be too long. Glory be to Jesus. This is what Isaiah 50 verse 7 says. This is what was going through Jesus' mind. Quickly, you got it? Isaiah 50 verse 7. You need to see what Jesus was saying when he was facing an insurmountable order. You may be facing something that you cannot change in your own strength. Jesus could not change the cross in his own strength. Are you with me? Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? He could not change. He prayed three times and God never answered the prayer. He said, God, can you take this cup from me? He said, God, is there another way to die and not through that embarrassment? Is there another way to die that men don't spit on me and pull my beard and hit me with a reed and parade me around Jerusalem like I'm a thief? Is there another? Lord, is there an easy death? The Father never answered Jesus. That is why the Bible says God rewarded him, lifted him up. God is in the business of doing what? Lifting people up. God is in the business of what? Lifting people up for their sacrifice. Are you with me? For their sacrifice. That's what God does. Brothers and sisters, let me share something with you. You have to, you have to be resolute. I think it is Lobo Sata. I think it is 1 Corinthians 15, 58. It says, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. You have to make up your mind. I'm going all the way because Jesus went all the way. This is what Jesus was thinking while he was going on the cross. While, while he was facing, while Jesus was carrying the cross on his back, going up those hills, and people were screaming at him, calling him a thief and a robber, and disrespecting him. And the blood was coming from his head, and he fell seven times because he was losing strength. The Bible says, this is what was going through Jesus' mind. Jesus said, for the Lord, Isaiah is prophesying about the resurrection. That's what he's doing. He's prophesying and saying, this is what Jesus is saying. So Jesus is heading to the cross and he's saying, for the Lord will help me. The cross, he's saying, for God is going to help me. Therefore, I shall not be confounded. And he's going to the cross. Then he said, the reason why he said, because God is going to help me. And because I'm not going to be confounded. I'm going to set my face like a flint. <laughs> because I know God. In my heart, I believe God. In my heart, not in my mind. 
in my heart I know God will not let me go without help I know God will not leave me to shame and embarrassment therefore I set my face like a flint I've made up my mind Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496. Hello, beloved. This is Pastor Emmanuel Williams with Imitators of God Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to our program. We really appreciate it. I'm reaching out to you today to ask for your help. Look, God has presented us with the opportunity to purchase our own building. In an effort to do so, we have launched what we refer to as the Just 10 Campaign. Yes, the Just 10 Campaign. We are looking for 100,000 people to give just $10. Just $10 to help acquire the property. Of course, you can give more if you so desire to. Will you help us? We would really appreciate it. You can do so by sending checks payable to Imitators of God Ministries at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311, or you could give online at imitatorsofgodministries.com. And lastly, via cash app at dollar sign IOGM. That's dollar sign IOGM, or you could call 850-294-8439, 850-294-8439. We need the funds by June 30th, 2019. Thank you so much, and may God richly bless you.